Warning, what you're about to hear was intended to make you laugh a lot. If you listen to the show and feel inspired, then that's awesome. But if you're easily offended or just can't take a joke, you should turn this off right now. Otherwise, turn this shit up and hang on. Welcome to the Get Up. Alright, welcome to another episode of The Get Up. Today, joining me again is Mr. Don Ferguson. What's up, everybody? Don Ferguson is here, and he has his brand, Teak Tequila. I love the new uh, slogan that you're throwing out there now. Oh, yeah, from Mexico to Michigan. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things is I know that there's a, a great brand loyalty to Michigan products, you know, and... We can't say that we're made in Michigan because right. obviously it's tequila. Yeah. You can't be made here. And we don't have, you know, the agave plants growing in the backyard. Now, I wouldn't mind it because that would mean, and I know you just you said you're a cold weather type of guy. I'll be honest, like 70, 75 degrees all year round, I'm good with that. That's yeah. why my goal is San Diego one day. But, you know, <laughs> if we were growing agave, that means it's warmer. And I'd be pretty happy. Pretty, pretty happy. I, I'd, I'd be enjoying that. But, you know, because I like to sit outside and, you know, have a drink. Uh, I got a pond waterfall in the backyard. Okay. I'm, I'm not bougie, trust me. Like, th- this was when I was making money um, <laughs> that we put it in. But I'll sit back there, and that's where I kind of lose myself, and I think about what I'm going to do next. That's where right. all the really good ideas come from, that or either walking, you know, being outside on a track, and just walking. I've seen you post something about that. Yeah. So you, you, you have a lot of your ideas just walking around. 100%. You know, like, you got to have those spaces in your life that just encourage you to dig deep, dive within yourself to see what you're capable of. And a lot of the times, it's it's the idea. If you come up with an idea, and that's where From Mexico to Michigan came from, it was how do we want to get it out there that we're a Michigan brand? And I told, we played around with a bunch of different, you know, kind of slogans. And that one, on one of my walks, my nature walks by myself, um, it just kind of came. And a lot of the best ideas, they just come. Right. You know, they're organic. They just flow. And it's boom. Here it is. And then you run it by somebody. What do you think? And, oh, I like that. What do you think of this? I like that. And it's like. Fuck it. There you go. You right. got it. Yeah. And just don't overthink it. Just go with oh, it. Oh, you could drive yourself nuts just sitting there trying to think of yeah. something over and over and over and over again, yeah. like trying to find that perfect one for yeah. sure. And and that's why, you know, so on the back end of it is we still have our, our you know, slogan of create your, your legacy, legacy. Right. Because that's more universal. That's, you know, if we end up in Asia, you know, right. I mean, nobody's going to care about from Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. What is, what is Michigan? Right. You know, so... <laughs> Um, you know, it's it's the worst place to live during the winter, according to some poll I just saw. It's yeah. like worse than Alaska. I don't know. I heard that it's like one of the the top three states for the least amount of sunshine, like per year. Oh yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, like, some crazy. My mom's always sending me this crazy stuff about it. Well, I'm I'm pale and Irish, so you know, honestly, the me and the sun aren't friends. We battle on a constant ba- constant basis. Um, 
So the sunscreen industry is is loving me. <laughs> that that that's that's kind of what it is. But yeah, it's just yeah, you could beat yourself up, you could go crazy. But for me, it it's just kind of keeping it simplistic and go with an intuition. Go with your gut. And 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 that's that's one of the things that I do a lot more now. Yeah. Yep. Totally. What, what got you there? Was it just um mistakes? You know, um you overthink, you know, overthinking causes unhappiness. And I've suffered from overthinking all my life. You know, even when it was back in corporate America where I had to speak in front of a crowd of what, three, four, or 500 right. people, whatever it is, I would overthink everything that could possibly go wrong. And then you start to psych yourself out. You don't sleep the night before. All these different things. And you're so nervous. Then you get up in front of people and the shit's not even that bad. Right. Like, you know. It's it's never. I, it, one of the, the funny things, like, I don't ever have the, the anxiety of, like, what's going to go wrong or everything that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. More is I just don't want to sound like a fool. Or mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure that I, like. But that's something that could go wrong. You sound like yeah, a fool. Yeah, or so. that I'm, I'm hitting. But, but I guess it's my main one, right? Is this I'm trying to make sure that whatever I'm communicating is yeah. coming across right. Right. What's funny, we just went to. Uh, me and my girlfriend just went to Vegas for a work thing. She had to okay. go. And I've never been there, right? And oh, her, oh, okay. And her her uh, her work expense paid for the the hotel and everything. It was for a conference, so I got to sit around and hang out in in Vegas while she was sitting in a, a medical conference. But you know, she she was anxious about just going to dinner with her boss because, like, in her mind, it was yeah. going to play out this one way, and it didn't. And like everything, once we were done, she was like, oh, "All right, that's so much better now. Now I feel okay." Oh yeah, definitely. So this is the Blanco, right? Yeah. So so I just poured the Blanco. We need to toast. Um, am I am I for am I the first guest back on? No, I've okay. had, I've had okay. a couple a couple uh, repeat visitors. Okay. You're the only one that ever brings alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you need to change that now. See, that's oh, your yeah. direction. So, oh, yeah. see, I've I've had I've, I'll bring down like a glass of whiskey. I offer people, but it, it opens the show up, God, you know, and that's so what's good. fun. So, yeah, this is our blanco. Um, you know, this is just the purest form of tequila. It's distilled. It sits in our, you know, vat. Uh, the steel. Um, uh, vats uh, for about a month and a half, and then it goes to the bottling process. So. With ours, we, we use the agave from the highland and the lowland and all of our tequila, right, so it, it, it creates a different flavor profile. But this is, you know, smooth. We get a lot of people yeah. that want to compare it to a Patron, want to compare it to an uh, 1800, and when they do, they're, they're shocked. They're pleasantly surprised. And it, it, it's just really cool. It's been chilled a little bit, but not, you know, anywhere near I, I would drink it. But I wanted to create a sipping Blanco and... You know, I think we did really well, and you know, oh, but what are your thoughts? No, that's good. It's uh, it's it is it's really smooth, and I love the the sweetness, like the yes. aroma too. And that's like one of the things with the the reposado that you yeah. have. I yeah. mean, I'll sit there and just once it's gone, I'll just yeah, just in, like the aroma in the glass, and like oh, God, I mean, it does it. It's so sweet. Yeah, and you, it's yeah, you got a good sweetness. So you got that agave. That's where the sweetness comes from. The you know the cool effect of it. It's crisp. It's clean. That's mm-hmm. the other thing about it. It's clean. It doesn't taste dirty. And what I mean by that is you know clouded or colluded or saturated with you know an artificial flavor or anything like that. Because we don't use any artificial flavors, sweeteners, nothing like that. This is just is that a common thing in 
in tequilas? Because, I mean, um, I know it can be in some others, but is that common? So what's crazy about the industry, the liquor industry, is it's not, you know, governed by the um, the FDA. So right. you don't have to say what's in it. Um, and that, that's where Fireball, for all you people that enjoy the Fireball um, product when it came out, is... They so actually many people had, I know. Well, yeah, they had an ingredient that was found in antifreeze when it first really? came out. Yeah, when Fireball first came out. And so it was banned, I think, in like three countries. And so they had to rework the recipe to take that out. But because you're not governed, you know, and mandated by the FDA to list, you know, what's, what's in it, you know, they didn't have to do that. Isn't so that crazy. Yeah, it, it might still be in there. It may not. I don't know. I can't drink Fireball. Um, it's never been one of my favorites either. <laughs> it's it's just it's just not a good spirit. I'm a premium spirit guy. So, you know, with that is yeah, it it is a thing. So you'll look at the bottle. Some of them will say a caramel flavor. Right. You know, something infused or added color. You know, just different things like that. You'll start to pick up on it because. You know, maybe that's something that you want to stay away from. Right. And that's not what we want to do. I mean, there's already that stereotype with tequila that people, oh, I, I did it 20 years ago. Right. Well, shit, you probably evolved since, since the then. shitty tequila. or <laughs> Because let's face it, let's break apart the industry. There's shitty vodkas. Oh, yeah. There are terrible whiskeys. and yep. Just across Everything. the rums. All of that. So... There's no different, but the problem with it is tequila still gets that stereotype. And really? a lot of people, what they don't talk about is, oh, no, tequila, I, I, I'm not going to fuck with tequila. But they're not talking about the 30 sugary drinks that they had before it, but all they remember is, is that, that. I had that tequila, and then yep. I got fucked up. Yep, and yeah. that's what it is. They don't they don't think about, you know, the, 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 the grams of sugar and, and the low-grade ethanol vodka that went into their body. They blame it on tequila. So, like, maybe I need to make a song, blame it on tequila, tequila. like like <laughs> J- Jamie Foxx did or something, you know. But, yeah, it, it's kind of known in the industry. Um, in tequila, there there are rumors, but because you know, with the industry, they don't want to tell you what's going on because of competition. There are some out there that, yeah, they you can surmise because you don't get a maple flavoring sweetness. That, yeah. You don't. You just don't get that unless they're using staves, like in whiskey barrels. Right. So, like, like we use barrels from the Jack Daniels, you know, family, and you know, it, it it is what it is. It's a second generation Tennessee whiskey barrel. We don't advertise it, but that is where the right. barrels come from. So that's where you're getting a lot of that flavor. And sometimes they'll throw staves in, like wood chips of different flavors right. and stuff like yeah, that. But to, to add to that that complexity and that, and right. that flavor for sure. Yeah, it gives you that depth. But there are there are some tequilas out there where I'm like, where the fuck did this flavor come from? I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, it's very very interesting. Oh well, sure, and especially like vodka is a, a real oh, big yeah. one of that. I mean, you look at all the flavored vodkas <laughs> and stuff. I mean, come on. Yeah. So I, I get that. And what's really scary is. And there's some shows you can go watch on Netflix that uh, talk about the the food industry as a whole and like each yeah. like different little sections of the food industry and like what's really scary about them and a lot of things especially in America can just be listed as a natural flavor because it's something that's naturally exists yeah but it could be something horrible you don't want to be eating but they it's a natural flavor and that's how they yeah. can get away without telling you what it really is and it's crazy to see 
And that's that's some scary shit. It, it's, it's so funny, and I'm laughing so hard because so my other platform, Teak Life, that I kind of do for fun, mm-hmm. so, social media micro-influencing for the liquor industry where I have a YouTube channel, Teak Life Plug. But I just – I talk about spirits, you know, and right. a lot of this stuff I get, you know, sent to me for the show, and um, I had high noon hard seltzers. And, you know, I'm not saying that it was bad. You know, it, it is what it is. It's for Now, this is High Noon, the whiskey company? Um, I believe right? so. Yeah, yeah I, oh, I, I love their so. rye. One of their ryes I love. I think so. Well, no, I, it might not be because it's part of the E&J Gallo family. Okay. So I don't, I don't know if it's part of that family, but it's High Noon Sun Sips. And it was, uh, you know, a hard seltzer. It's four and a half, uh, 4.5 right. ABV. Which is all the, the rave right now. It, it is. They're, they're so hot. And so that's why I wanted to do another one. But um, it, with the natural flavorings, it said, you know, uh, natural flute, fruit flavors, vodka, and then natural flavorings like potassium citrate. Where the fuck is a natural flavor of potassium citrate? Right. I think of something <laughs> natural that... I go out to the backyard and I, I might right. pick from the garden right. or I might pluck from the tree. Or, <laughs> or you can go to the store, the grocery yeah. store, and go get, yeah. you know, not yeah. go to the store and ask, can I get some potassium yeah. nitrate? Yeah, what? do you have any more of those <laughs> potassium you about? Citri- You know, and there, there was like three <laughs> other ingredients where I'm like, I made a joke about it because I'm like, how do you pass that off as a natural flavoring? That's not a natural flavoring right. to me. Something like vanilla <clears throat> where it comes from a vanilla bean. Right. But I don't know the bean that potassium citrate come like, <laughs> but hey, I'm not a scientist. Maybe right. there is, you know, that out there. Maybe it's a rock, and they, right. they granulate it down, and potassium citrate just magically appears, like Willy Wonka. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. So, so it is a thing, and they try to do that, you know, a lot. And so, like for us, we can we can say, hey, this is. This is where our tequila right. comes from. And this so, is what goes into it. Yeah, it's easy. Well, you're, you're talking about uh, moving to warmer climates eventually. <laughs> and, Wouldn't uh, mind it. <laughs> and what's the reason that agave production and like growth of the plant hasn't come to America? I mean, there's got to be similar climates somewhere out Texas. west. Yeah, Texas, Arizona. Right. Um, yeah, there's, there, so you can grow agave in those climates. Um, the thing about it, though, is you can't produce tequila from the agave grown here in america so it comes from one type of agave um blue weber agave Mm -hmm. um that is grown in jalisco and because of years ago the mexican government kind of sanctioned it lobbied that all tequila can only it has to come from this region kind of like um france with champagne or cognac region and so it's the same thing with tequila so they trademarked the name so that way to get really? your bottle, yeah, to, to start to the call te- it tequila. Yeah, you have to go through the wow. CRT, and then they, they work with your distillery to make sure that you're 100% legit. Um, it That's has to come crazy. from, le- le- yeah, it can only come from that plant. So the plant is grown, you know, anywhere between five and seven years, sometimes eight years, uh, you know, to get that full ripeness, full, full maturity. So, you know, there's a lot of particulars with it. But yes, agave is grown. But they wanted that to be their number one export. They wanted to capitalize on it because what they had found is there was a brand, I think it was Fortaleza, and it's one of my favorite tequilas. You can't buy it here in Michigan, unfortunately. So, really? So anytime I go to Chicago, I buy a couple <laughs> bottles. It's not cheap either. What's the reason why you can't get it in Michigan? <sighs> Just know? Michigan's a, a control state. It's a, it, it's, it's a really weird state. It's not the easiest to get into, but it is the number one controlled state for liquor sales so we do our drinking here in michigan we like to consume 
I mean, lot. I think a lot of people deal with the the weather you hate yeah. drinking. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, oh, it's the 40th day in a row of clouds. I'm having a drink. Um, so, yeah, so we do a lot of drinking here. And, you know, I don't know. For some reason, it's just like getting distributors is not easy. Um, we're having some problems trying to get one in Georgia right now because we have a lot of Michigan transplants in the Atlanta region. Okay. Um, and they keep asking us, when are you coming? Well, I've reached out to six seven different distribution companies and they're like nah we're not really interested right now and to me it's okay because one day you will be, be interested you'll be reaching out to me and it's just like okay you you check the box and you right. keep moving so right. it's just you got to keep evolving it's just not, not today yeah right. it's just now is not the right time but one day will be the right time and so you know so that could be one of the reasons but you know fortaleza it goes back to some of their story is they were finding over in Asia, they were importing agave and making their own tequila. Really? So it was kind of like a bootleg tequila. And so when, you know, some of the business owners found out about it, well, it's going to hurt their sales. It's going to hurt their production of tequila. So, and that's what, what they were banking on, you know, in that right. particular region, because that's what it was known for. Tequila yeah, I mean, you look at like most tequila bottles, they all say Jalisco, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So with that, you know, they, they all got together and they lobbied and the Mexican government got on board and they trademarked the name tequila. So, so yeah, it can only be done in the, you know, Guadalajara region, Jalisco, uh, town of tequila, all that. So they shut that shit down real quick. So that's wow. why, you know, so they, it also controls the price. So it's like right. a premium tequila, a good tequila is, is going to cost you like a good whiskey, a good bourbon, yeah. something like that. So. Yep. So, yeah, so that's um, the additives. You know, now brands are trying to differentiate themselves from each other yeah. because, you know, it's tequila. Like, how how much different can you get? So, right. Well, uh, significantly. I mean, yeah, you can. I mean, I'll tell you, I bought a bottle of 1800 Reposado. Okay. And the barrels that they use, I think it's white oak. They use American white oak. oak. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It's weird because on the nose, like, it smells like it's, like, you know, a Reposado tequila. But, sure. man, once you drink that, the flavor is completely different. Sure. And uh, I wasn't too much of a fan. It, it almost um, it almost reminded me of, like, how uh, a strong peat scotch can be compared to, like, Good most call. other yeah. whiskeys. Yeah. I was like, whoa, man, this is real, real strong on that flavor. It wasn't yeah. what I was exactly looking for. Yeah. So I still got that bottle. Back. <laughs> that one. <laughs> that one's like when I'm like, all right, I got nothing yeah. else to drink. I'll drink that. Or, or those turn into, you know, well, what can I mix it with, you know? Yeah, and and it's sure. unfortunate because it's, it's earthy. It's a little rustic, a little peppery. You know, you get more of the straight oak, and it, it's not a lot yeah. of depth or creaminess to it. And so, you know, a good portion of your tequilas are actually like that. And so now you'll see a lot more coming out with different barrels. And, and so that's why, you know, we chose a different type of barrel to age our tequila in because I knew it was going to give me a character that I was looking for. I think the, the length of time, too. Eight is, months, yeah. Right, is something that's impressive in, you know, in my little bit of experimenting here. Yeah. It's like three to four months is, seems to be the average. Yeah, you know, f- around four months is, is kind of the, the mainstay. Um, anywhere from four to six months is, you know, kind of real acceptable in the industry. So for us, we're, we're kind of teetering on that Añejo. Añejo started 12 months. So okay. with, with that being said is like, we are 
I, I wanted a darker, deeper hue. Yeah. So when you look at For it, sure. it's like, holy shit, is that an well, añejo? Well, it's funny because when I when I look at yours compared to other brands, I'm Lighter. like, man, they look like they're watered down. Or yeah. You, you know, and, and it's funny because there there are some brands out there that are diffused tequilas, so they strip them down and then they add agave flavoring back in. Really? Yeah. So that that's one of the things. So it's like if you can take a lemon and you can squeeze a lemon with your hand and get like an ounce of lemon juice. Well, if I create a machine that can get two and a half ounces of lemon juice, you know, it can become saturated. It become, you know, watered down. Right. So that's where the diffused, you know, kind of conversation comes from. So a lot of them, what they'll do is add agave flavoring back in to give it that agave back. So yeah, it's like, it, it, it's like, um, you know, watching any kind of drug movie it's like they cut the cut cocaine. It. Yeah, yeah, they they strip it down. So getting in, getting into this business, like, has your your knowledge and what you've learned just grown exponentially? The the finer details of of how it was, or were you always this interested in tequila? I just totally smacked my mix, mixer. Yeah, or were you always this interested in the finer details of tequila? Um, I was always interested in the finer details of tequila. However, um. Uh-oh. It, um, Losing some sound there? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, no. have to figure out where that came from. Um, hmm. That's weird. Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. You can't hear yourself at all? I can hear out of the right. right here. All right. Keep talking. Okay. I'm going to go under the table. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, what I've actually... Oh, you're good. Now it's good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Weird. The business side. It, like I've learned, like I, I learned a lot more about the tequila industry, you know, as far as production. Uh, I, I'm not a distiller, so I'm not, you know, right. I can't be a distiller. I don't live in Mexico, so with that being said, is to focus on that aspect of it is kind of ass backwards. It's the business side of it, and so I've learned a lot more about the business side of of the spirits industry right. just as a whole. And that has been a major component because, you know, you can have the best anything in the world, but if you don't know how to market it, if you don't know how to sell it, and you don't know how to promote it, you're going right. to be out of business. Or it's, even the limitations of, of, like, getting it out there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean. The, the channels you have to go through and all that stuff. Yeah, it was, it, it was difficult, you know. And, um, you know, for me, I look at everything as a puzzle. It's just, you know. Uh, the the richest people in the world they're rich because they're problem solvers they solve some sort of a problem and whether the problem is marketing whether the problem is producing something to make life easier you know like the microwave right. millionaire because he figured out how to cook a baked potato in seven minutes as opposed to an hour and a half. That's some kind of mad science. <laughs> Isn't it? This is stupid. <laughs> I can make popcorn without any oil in the microwave. Yeah. So, so it's just like they solve problems. And so, you know, that's kind of what I've learned is the back end of it is it's about business. I mean, it, it's fun. It's great. People think the, the luxury. And I, I've actually had quite a few people reach out to me they wanted to start a liquor company. And so, okay, well, let, let's talk. Of course that's going to yeah. happen, though, right? Because they're going to see, like, oh, Don did it. Sure. He's doing pretty good. Can't yeah. be that hard. This is a guy I know. Right. 
right? Yeah, it's oh, like, yeah. you know, why not? Like, I like cognac, so fuck yeah. it. I can come out with a cognac brand. And then when I break it down to them, all the legalities, all, you know, the government regulations right. that you have to go through, you know, you have to apply to get a licensing and they do a thorough background check. Yeah. yeah. Um, just all, and, and then, then let's not even talk about the money, just the startup, startup money. money, you know, and it's just, I mean, I think I had, there, there was one, <laughs> one person that I talked to. I think they had like five grand and they, they thought they could start a liquor company. And, you know, I mean, that's really like a lemonade stand, you know right. I mean? Really? Like it's just real talk, right? It's... Yeah. It's just, you, you ain't doing <laughs> shit with five grand. My marketing budget, you know, quarterly, um, you know, every six months is like five grand. So there, there's a lot, there's a lot of people, it breaks down to entrepreneur, entrepreneur, and a lot of people want it, but you got to be ready and willing to sacrifice every fucking thing. Right. You don't even matter anymore. Everything else matters. So, you know, outside of your family and, and, and being able to provide for your family, the business eats first. Yeah. And that's it. And if your heart's not there, then it's not even worth going after because, yeah. you, I mean, I've talked to, you know, about doing a food truck. Mm. For for me, I think that would be a fun thing, but I don't know if my heart's in doing all the work to get it going. The licensing, you have yeah. to – I'm pretty sure when I did a little bit of research on it, like you have to be licensed in each <clears> – <throat> Like each town or city that you go to has different yeah, regulations on absolutely. them, so you have to make sure that if you're going to be in that city, that you're meeting the regulations that they have for food <clears> trucks <throat> and for that type of business. So, like, there's a lot that goes into that more than just like, oh, let's throw some stuff in a truck, yeah. get some food, start cooking, yeah. go post up downtown. We're gonna make yeah. a bunch of money. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice, and I know I'm not that unrealistic, but I, you know, it's an idea that maybe one day I'll go after when I feel the motivation to. <laughs> it's not right now, and, and the yeah. drive's not there, so I'm not even gonna waste the time yeah. going into it there, there, there's so much you know and then that's not even taking into account things that can go wrong yeah things that you might be prepared for but you never see coming you right. know so it's like the middle of the summer you know we got so popular the coconut lime blanco got so hot it sold out and at the same time we changed importers and there ah. became a new fiasco really? so we had to actually re-register with the ttb the government and they actually made a mistake. They they made an error with the label. They approved the label. We're good to go. Well, upon review again, so re-review of the label that we already have out, they found an error on theirs. But who gets to pay for that? Yep. We do. Yep. So it put everything behind. And, you know, we lost thousands of dollars in sales. That was not our fault. And then just some other things happened. It was it, it was basically, you know, just ripple effect. Yep. Anything that could go wrong went wrong, but we survived the storm. So going into, you know, celebrating a one-year anniversary, on the back end of it, people don't know everything that, that we went through right. of being out of stock of our number one seller. Wait, we literally, just to throw a figure out there, imagine losing about 20 five to thirty thousand dollars because that's what happened we lost about that much in sales and at this point i mean you're not so huge where that doesn't hurt you know that's what i mean right so i mean at this point in yeah. antiques life your first year to be going through something like that i mean yeah. it's, it's awesome to be like damn we're sold out yeah like that's got to be a good feeling but then it's like fuck right <laughs> we're sold out and we 
Right. Like you said, you're losing it. <laughs> yeah, we, we're sold out, but it's coming next week. We didn't have that time frame. Right. We didn't have that, you know, that, that ability to say, it'll be back in seven days. Didn't know. Right. Everything from transportation to logistics of, you know, just so many different things happen. If I had any hair, I would, I would have pulled that <laughs> shit all out. But we survived that storm. You know, and then like we literally just survived another storm where something happened at our bottle factory because our bottle, this is the only bottle like this in the fucking world. Really? Yes. There are similar I know, bottles. I know you told me you, you guys went through a lot of testing. You yes. talked to bars and bartenders and stuff yep. about like if you were going to have a tequila yeah. or a liquor bottle, what's the best, you know, and, yeah. and how the all those fancy little weird shapes and stuff like that really aren't favored in the bar industry because they're they're hard to serve they're hard to grab yep they take you know less space up on the shelf all that different stuff but this mold is only done by one factory in the world now it can be replicated you know we're already working on a backup mold and stuff like that to prevent something from happening again yeah (laughs) so that's another thing so there's just so many things that that can go wrong and the worrier in me is i'm always trying to stay ahead I'm always trying to look and say, okay, we need to be happened? prepared right. so that way we can rebound. So, there, you know, that that's one of the dynamics too. So the best thing that you can do is have a team. And if you don't have a team, you need to formulate one. And the team can't be your, your fucking best friends who are the rah-rah who like every idea you have. And they're not going to give you the honest, yeah. the honest feedback like, no, Don, that sucks. Yeah, and they're not going to do the work. So it's like that that's the other yeah. thing about it is, you know, it, it's hard enough to pull yourself up and do the work and do this, you know, night and day. But when you're carrying other people, not saying that we do because we don't, I'm saying for other people, you've got to have the right people around you that this is serious. Right. Because everybody wants to jump on when you're gaining momentum. You know, when you're when you're seeing results. Oh, you're, for sure. You know, yeah. like for us, I mean, you know, so best Michigan tequila brand by the Metro yep. Times. Eight times on TV, Cranes Detroit. We've been in two international magazines now. Um, various articles, podcasts, like all these things. Now people see it and they want to reach out, you right. know? And it's just like, okay, well, where were you seven months ago? So imagine if you had joined seven months ago and worked hard. How much further along right. could we be in this process of being the biggest tequila brand in Michigan? And then moving on across yep. the borders. So you you have to surround yourself with the right people. And, you know, the entrepreneur thing versus entrepreneur, I'm, I'm very high on because there's been so many people, you know, a good two handfuls, maybe three that have reached out to me. And I'm sure it's happened to you. Well, I have an idea, you know, how yeah. do I do this? And I take an hour of my time, do some consulting, and you see them good for about a month and a half. And then results don't come. So it's like, ah, fuck it. I'll just go back to my day job and focus on my misery there. And and that's what happens. But this shit, a year, is like a grain, you know, of sand on the beach. Right. That's really all it is. The other thing, it cracks, like, it, it doesn't crack me up, but it's like, it makes me feel some kind of way. And I don't know how to interpret <laughs> it, is so happy for your success. I'm not successful. I just... I chose to stick by my dream. I think, but I think that's where people interpret 
you're still around after a year yeah. and like they see you on TV that that's that is success not knowing what's going on behind the scenes like you said yeah like I'm it's not... easy to look at what other people have and be like man that's success and not know you know you could not have a dollar to your name because everything's going right. into the into the business yeah you know it's easy to misconstrue that and i think also it's easy to be like oh man you know, liquor costs this much, and they're selling out. So, man, they must be just raking in the dough. Yeah. Totally. I, I can see how that, that that conception can happen. Well, it's interesting is, you know, I always like to dive in and, and kind of challenge people. Like, so what is their definition of success then? Right. Because then we have very vast, def, very vast differences in the definition of success. So looking at that and just, you know, reverse engineering going backwards is – Okay, if you think I'm successful, what's going to happen when I'm in California, Florida, Chicago, Arizona, and then we're really doing well? Is that like uber successful? <laughs> like, what, what is that? Because right. my definition of success is being able to pay your bills, have a little bit of money for incidentals, taking some trips, but doing what you love. That's, that's the main thing of being successful is you get to do something in this world that you absolutely love because the majority of people don't they don't right. i mean like we'll, we'll go to parties and it's like bitch about their relationships that that's that's topic number relationships, one relationships job yeah job and then it, then it transcends to and it, then you make then you fuck up then you really fuck up and you're like well how's work right fuck why did i say that yeah. i shouldn't have just said yeah. that because it's like oh these months and then you're yeah. like oh shit i can't relate to that i yeah. don't have a boss i don't have you know a leader i don't have a manager i am my own boss and like even as of recently we have now a pr firm handling a lot of our you know publicity and a little bit of marketing we have a part-time sales rep and uh we're bringing on another part-time sales rep uh next year uh, and then marketing too. So when I'm called boss, it fucking makes me cringe because you're your own boss. You know, so if you're doing part-time sales or you're doing PR, I don't micromanage. It's just like, here's the budget. Here's what we expect. Whatever it is, do what you do. Right. Like, just control your day. Here's the result. Here's the desired result of what I want. So like our, our PR team, I said... I just have a couple of key points. I don't need help with TV because for some reason they keep asking my ugly ass to come back on. So I'm cool. And you're going to see Oh, come more. on. I see all the comments. <laughs> Damn, Don, looking good on TV. Yeah. You know, so it is funny. You know, but like I said, okay, uh, M Live, Cranes. Cranes is a, a goal. Cranes is a dream. And they got it. She got it. Aisha got it. And I was like, Oh, shit. And here's the funny thing about it is I didn't even know it. I Googled Cranes Detroit that day that I found out. I Googled it because she was like, hey, they're going to pick it up. Don't know when, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I want to see their viewership. I want to see their right. readership. I want to see their stats. I Google Cranes Detroit. The first fucking thing that pops up on Google is the picture of our bottles. And it says, you know, Detroit or whatever it is, you know, spills over state lines. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> what already i'm like oh my god and and that that night we were actually closing um uh, on an investor deal so we're getting okay. some investors 
And so we were closing, so we made a toast. And, you know, I, I said to my business partner, I go, so we're going to do two toasts, you know, to the one investor, like, welcome to the family, blah, blah, blah. And then the other toast was, how does it feel to be mentioned in Cranes, Cranes. Detroit? And he looked at me like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, we're in Cranes. And, and it was like, that was a, you know, a big moment. But I found it by accident. So, like, every week I actually Google. I don't know if you do because I see the podcast that we did initially um, but I Google Teak Tequila, and I see, like, three different ones okay. of our podcast. I see it all the time. Really? Yep, I absolutely do. So okay. I Google Teak Tequila just to see what's out there because there there could be articles that get picked up. That, that you don't know about, That right? I don't know about, you know, and, and that's how I found a couple, you know, and right. and I'm like, oh, shit, this is really cool, and, you know, um, overseas, you know, just different things like that. Yeah. So. Until you Google yourself, you you know, as a company, a business entity, you don't know really what's out there and what people are talking right. about. But you have to be in the know because it, it, it helps, you know, it helps your visibility and it helps your legitimacy, too. And that, that's what I do. Yeah, for sure. It does. I mean, yeah, just to, just to see, like, like you said, the scope and the reach that sure. you're that you're having is uh, it, I mean, it's got to feel good, right? Like it's co- it, it's really cool. You know, I think the biggest thing behind it is being able to create something in our living room you know as an idea and then see it come to fruition and then like even today um because we're we're we, i'm wearing the shirt right now i don't know if you saw the back of it um, <laughs> no i didn't okay see. you got to see the back of it but it's a prototype i okay. want i wanted to just gauge what oh is this the wear. one with the uh with the the lime yeah the, the, the coconut shelf, lime on the yeah, back yeah yeah so that's our shelf talker yep. so yeah like um i saw you post that one yeah that's so so um a guy coming on to the team dave benjamin like he was like i got an idea and you know what do you think about it and i'm like well let's run with it let's just see what it looks, what it looks like. like and we're just trying to gauge and like a lot of people were like yeah i want one i want one i want one now i don't know if they they knew like this shit ain't free. We're going to sell these, you know? I mean, we're not trying to make a big profit or anything like that, but we we got to break even, you know, um, we're not one of those companies, but you know, so it, it it was, okay, let's run with an idea, but yeah, it's, it's like going back to see something come to fruition and then us stick it out. And then you start to see things happen. So you have to, you have to like look for the signs and a lot of people don't look at the signs. So what I mean by that, so I'm, I'm going to dig real deep into this because I'm a firm believer and in, in we ignore a lot of signs around us. So um, we talk about the frustrations, the anxieties, the stresses oh, yeah. of being your own boss. I do not have another job. I don't work part-time anywhere. This is my number one. I have not worked for a company in over two years now. I have not collected a paycheck in over two years from any company. And I'm still here. I still got money in my bank account. Um, I'm not living lavish. I'm not, you know, you're not going to see me buying a new stretch Hummer it's just, or Lamborghini, whatever. It's not going to, I'm not buying, you know, bags, nothing like that. But I'm existing. And that's what you have to do as a business person that is an entrepreneur that's trying to blow up for the long run. So the long game is the goal. It's always the goal. So with that is you go through a lot um, not having that constant flow of income. And so I think it was like around March or something like that. I was really going through it. I didn't, I didn't sleep for three days. I'm, I'm trying to figure out this puzzle. 
Um, the shortage is happening, right. you know, all these different things. It might have been June, actually. I think it was June, like end of, um, yeah, end of May, June. And um, I just said, I was laying in bed and I go, man, is this where I'm supposed to be? I don't know. Like, I mean, everything just seems to be imploding. Nothing's working, all these different things. So I asked, you know, if you if you believe in God, I asked God. If you believe in, you know, the spirits, I asked the spirits, nature, the universe, whatever you want. I asked for a sign. The next morning I woke up and I saw a hummingbird at my back. The damn window. hummingbird again. Yeah, I saw a hummingbird. <laughs> so So to dig deeper into that, I have feeders and everything. I've lived in this house five years and I've never seen a hummingbird. Until I asked to see a sign, I saw a hummingbird. And so I, I thought I was tripping. You know, I thought, okay, right. maybe it's a yeah. dragonfly, you know, whatever like that. You know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so I went outside. I fed the feeder. I filled it up completely again. I came inside, and I was washing my hands because the shit is sticky. Yeah, and I'm, isn't it like syrup or something? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's, a, like, it's almost like simple syrup, really. Um, so I'm thinking of the whole time, like, man – did I see what I like? That would be cool. That would give me that perspective of this is where I'm supposed to be. And I went outside, walked like three paces onto my deck, and the hummingbird flew up to the feeder again, pecked like three times. And, and this bird could have flew anywhere. It flew right over my head. It flew away. So that day, I mean, I was in shock. I mean, it was holy shit. This was my sign. And I will never ignore a sign in my life again because I asked for it, so I received it. And so after that day, I saw that hummingbird weekly. I mean, I can't explain it. You know, it might sound hokey. It might sound crazy. I always get goosebumps from it, but that's a real story. And when I wrote, if you go on the website of teakspirits.com, I wrote that story of the hummingbird. And it says if a hummingbird flies by you, that means great things are coming your way. So for me, that kind of changed everything. I started to calm down. I started to get a lot more patience. But I meanwhile, start... that hummingbird is just trying to figure out why you're freaking out every right. time you see it. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> I been... keeps coming back. He's like, "Man, this yeah. guy's bugging out. What's going on?" Well, now it got to the point where I'm laying on the hammock and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see this hummingbird again, right?" And I look over and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, there he is." What kind of hammock? Um, just do you get do you, cheap Aldi one? Do you, do you do the one with the spreader bar? Or do you do like the, the gathered end that's like loose yeah, fabric? Yeah, the, the bar. The bar. Oh, yeah. you got to change your game, man. Yeah. Change your hammock game. Well, when, Sorry. when I make some money, you know. <laughs> so I got I got what I what I have. And, you know, it's comfortable with me. You know, I fall asleep out there, you know, probably get stung in the lip, you know, a couple times. Like, But I just go out there and I, I think. I got crapped on by a squirrel. Oh, did you? Yes. Did you really? Yeah, out there. <laughs> that's not fun. But it is it a great story. Out of nowhere. It's a great story. That's hilarious. <laughs> All they do is kind of like, because I used to feed them, you know, back in the day. And now, you know, everything goes in the business. So all those little incidentals, I don't I don't buy right. anymore. And they just scream at me. You ever hear a squirrel scream? <laughs> oh, yeah, bark. Yeah, yeah they bark. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. First time I heard it, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, the last one that barked at me, I shot, I think. Oh, And really? then I ate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't do that in Canton. It, this yeah. Is, <laughs> like, very different. Uh, very different out here. But... You know, so going back to the signs is a lot of people don't pay attention to the signs. And that can be a relationship. You know, you start dating somebody at first 
you get a couple of red flags, maybe a couple of yellow. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, but you're like, no, but I'm really where this goes, you know? And before you know it, you're fucking in love. You're hooked. And it's too late. And so now all those flags that people see now too, like your friends, your core, they say something, you make excuses. Mm -hmm. And 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 that's what happens. So the same is with any any type of sector in your life. Is there are signs. Pay attention to those signs because they will guide you. So trust your instinct, trust your intuition, and what you 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 just got to really pay attention to it. And that's that's what I go with now. So one of the things is on social media we only marketed to Michigan, and my gut started telling me ten months in, open it up, because I don't want to go to these other states and then have to start. I want to have a little bit of a foundation so that way we can instantly make some sales right. and then continue to granularly like grow. So I, I, you know, we didn't want to, they didn't want to. And I said, Nope, this is what my gut's telling me. Let's open it up. I mean, we're approaching 6,000 followers on Facebook right now, which I mean, for a lot of people that doesn't seem like a lot, but in a year, year? yeah, that's not bad for 90% of them being Michigan. Yeah. That's really strong so it's actually worked to where weekly we get when are you coming to oklahoma when arizona when can i buy in texas and i've also seen like you know you'll do the uh the the you'll post some stuff like people going on vacation brought my teak to oh, yeah. with me oh yeah yeah it, it happens all the time you know so i mean for me it, it just it just made sense like let's open it up Thank you, sir. and see you're welcome and you know and, and, and it's worked. So I trust my intuition so much now. Um, and that's where it actually relates back to confidence in your abilities. And so now I'm more confident. confident. Yeah. And before I wasn't. So it's like you second guess a lot of things. Like, well, I'm, once you're confident, you roll with it. If it goes sideways, it's okay because you have the confidence in problem solving as well. So... That's just kind of the way that I look at. It. That's what's changed a lot over the the period of the last year. It's funny you said like the the cranes thing being like a point of validation, just because like that was a, a goal for you. Yeah, and it's and it's cool to see, like you know, you hit that that milestone, if you will, for you. And for me, it was like I think I posted something too about it. But like once I hit five hundred downloads, yeah. and and that's the the interesting thing with with podcasting, depending on the cert, like who hosts it and how you do it like you can see downloads but it's really hard to judge streams yeah uh and but it was really interesting to see like okay i hit 500 and at 500 i was like all right that isn't the obligatory friends and family downloading it just to download it it's right. it's actually people listening to it and now being over a yeah. thousand and granted like you know compared to joe rogan i mean a thousand downloads he's hitting you know multiples of that in one day when he releases an episode but for me it's like okay there's someone is listening they're listening over and over again and then i'm also helping get these stories out you know uh it's it's been really neat some of the people that i've been able to talk to like talking to you i talked to um this cancer charity which was the first time i've had a guest cry uh and that's part of season three that's one of the the newer episodes but like 
I mean, that was an emotional episode. This guy started this charity because that's what his daughter wanted to do before she died of brain cancer. So, like, wow. and, and and it's been really interesting to, to share those stories because he, their their benefit puts on uh, comedy for cancer. Like, they they started that trend and it got picked up by a, a okay. national oh, okay. organization, started doing it also. Um, but uh, he's like, every time I'm on TV, every time I'm interviewed for something, it's always about the event we're putting on and not about why this started yeah. or how this started. Yeah. So, and again, like that was one of the, the, the things that we had talked about when you first came on was like, it wasn't about, it was more about the journey and how this whole started, th- th- this whole you know journey for you started, not where you're at or what you're pushing so much. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that's been <clears throat> cool that I'm able to help share those stories with people and, oh, and get that out there, you know? So and that was kind of like my my validation was like all right this isn't just the friends and family there there's more than just that to see Australia Germany Japan yeah. Indonesia like all these countries I'm like wow how the hell are you even yeah. listening to this in English like how did I know, get here which has been really cool too and and again only doing it for a year and and you know just frequently putting out stuff and in the limited amount of guests I've had but it's been pretty fun and like you said too like you know with the the spirit uh, the San Francisco spirit competition like you you don't know what's going to happen until you try right yeah and i've taken some joe rogan was just in town doing a comedy show i emailed him months ago i was like hey you're going to be in town i do a podcast you're a huge influence on the style that i do and everything love it if you could come on you know uh some local radio hosts i got a response from them i emailed one of them was like hey would love if you come on. Obviously, couldn't because of contracts, but okay. <laughs> but I got a response, and even that yeah. was cool. Like, all right, cool, got a response back. Yeah. You know, so like, but you never know it unless you take those risks. No, from Joe. Yeah. No, no response to anything. <laughs> no response from Joe. But yeah. I mean, Joe's Joe's pretty big. He you know? he he is. You know, and so like you made. You made a comparison and you were like, "I'm not getting the clicks." You know that Joe Rogan is getting, but Joe Rogan has been in the industry, meaning the entertainment industry, oh. decades. Yeah. And and a lot of the times what happens is because and this is where I give you a lot of credit, you know, and I'll take credit as well, because when you don't see the instant, we want instant gratification. Yeah. That that's just what we want. So when we don't see it instantly, our it's default, easy to, to, to lose the it. hope. Yeah. Yeah, just... I'm done. I'm not gonna do this yeah. anymore. Like whatever like that. So when people say, I'm so happy for your success, no, you should be happy for my tenacity. You should be happy of my determination, you know, my commitment. Right. That's what you should be Because that's happy what you're for. seeing. Yeah. Right. You're not seeing success yet. When, when, when I have success, you will know about it. But I don't have success yet. I have, you know, something that I've overcome and it's still a struggle, it's still an opportunity, it's still pushing forward. But that's really what it is, is happy for my determination that I'm sticking with something. Right. Because most people, when you don't see a result within three to five months, whatever it is, shut down. Yep. And, you know, how in the world can you do that and ever think to be successful in life if you don't you know, adhere to something, right. you know, like just, just that, that's my foundation is I'm too far in to give up. <laughs> I really am. Right. I'm it too far, too far in. now. <laughs> I have money now, you know, I have, we have no loans. We have never taken out one loan, but now we have business credit. 
So now, right. as an as a corporation, we actually have business credit. Now we have investors coming on, and I'm not talking like we fund where people are saying like I'll give you a hundred bucks. We're, right. We're talking tens like, of thousands. Yeah, serious investors. Yeah, this is real shit. Not not the crowdfunding investors. No, we 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 decided not to do that. We don't want to do that because we don't want a hundred people right. investing like a hundred bucks. You know, and not not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just we see where we're about to go. We see the vision. So entering this San Francisco, you know, competition. For me, I didn't want to do it. And there, there's a couple of things with that. And the first one is, well, it's like $425, $450 per bottle. We have three wow. bottles. Yeah. It Damn, gets, per it, bottle? Yeah, per bottle. Wow. It gets you a lot in return if you place, though. For sure, for sure. But, yeah, and then you got to ship it out there, all these different things, right? But on the back end of it is like, yeah, you look at it and you, you use the excuse as the monetary, you know, domain. You right. look at it and say, okay, well, financially, it's going to cost us like two grand to just enter this. And there's no guarantee that we're even going to place. Mm-hmm. So you use that as your default crutch. And, you know, you, you make excuses because that's what we're great at. You know, whenever it comes into overthinking or fear, yeah. we, we come into excuses. So... I created those excuses and then really what the underlying, when I scratched away, when I peeled that wrapping paper and I saw and I exposed, you know, what the real root was is the fear of real success. So what happens if we enter this and it goes fucking crazy and we place and we win? My life is going to be different. Yeah. And I like where my life is going. I really do. I enjoy it. <laughs> just but, not sure you're ready for the acceleration. Right. So just think about it. You know, let's let's think about, you know, we're 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 gonna we're gonna be funny right now. So let's think about back in the what was it, the nineties, Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. Yep. And she got famous for giving head. <laughs> but think about it from a flip side. She's obscure. Nobody knows who this chick is. And then Something happens, and overnight, she's everywhere. Yeah. That's a lot to and, deal with. And, and, I mean, especially with that, that situation, like, there's, you know, all of a sudden cameras, news reporters, everything yeah. shoved in her face. You know, it wasn't like a, like a celebrity that's going out and putting themselves out in the public. Like, sure. It was just forced. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure she's done interviews since then. She talk has. about, like, yep. how it's affected her, the depression and stuff yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I look at it like that is... We got to be ready. Even if it doesn't come, you have to, no pun intended, come. But even if it doesn't come. My mind was not even there. Thanks, Don. It's the tequila talking. But, yeah, I mean, you got to be ready for it. Because at an instant, like, like, think about it. Think about what happens if Joe Rogan comes on your podcast. Oh, for sure. Overnight, your life has changed. Yeah. It's different. So, let's say... Um, let's pick out Cardi B. Cardi B's hot right now. I'm not a big fan. It is what it is. But let's say she finds our tequila when she's here in town. She's like, I love it, and does that thing with her tongue. Yeah, whatever. whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. We've been blurred or whatever. (laughs) Whatever her trademark is. Yeah. And now here we are. So it's like you got to look at things like that, and that's a fear of success. And that could almost, I mean, and realistically, I mean, especially – with with you seeing the endorsements from people all the time like that, that's something that could wholeheartedly just happen in it an can. instant. Yeah, it it really can, and that's that's the excitement, but that's the fear, fear because then you know when when you're in that hot moment, if you can't 
meet the demand, do you lo- do you fall away in obscurity right. again? And so, like, I don't know. Like, hypnotic. At one point, everybody drank hypnotic. Yeah. You can't give that shit away now. Like, yeah. nobody wants hypnotic. It, it's, it was a terrible melon liqueur to begin with. But I don't know why it got popular. Weren't they, weren't they mixing it with, uh, with cognac yeah. or something? And it turned green. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. They're calling yeah. that drink. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I never had that. But I've had hypnotic. I remember buying a bottle and... You know, it was a cool color. Yeah, I walked out and I'm like, great packaging. Oh, it was a fantastic pack. You know, the 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 these like the frosted, frosted glass. glass yeah. You know, it was the nice shaped bottle. It looked elegant. Oh yeah. I it walked did. out of that liquor store like I'm the shit right now. I got me some hypnotic. I'm gonna go home and drink it. And I cracked the name it open. was great too. Yeah, and then I pour it and I'm like, oh, this is trash. <laughs> like, what is this? You know, and and it's it's funny because like I'll see it in stores and I'm like, wow, they still sell this. Sell this it, yeah. it, it, it's crazy, but yeah, if you're not ready for it, like White Claw, same thing. You know, they they had to be ready for it, and their marketing was fantastic. So it's just it goes down the line like you have to be ready for success in the grand scheme of things, and if you're not, what happens from there? Right. I don't know, but like that's going back is, yeah, let's do it. We already went for it on so many realms. Fuck it. Let's just go for it. Let's continue to go for it. Push the envelope as much as we can because one of these things that you throw against the wall, it's going to stick. And when it sticks, be ready. You could get somebody like on and then in six months, a comedian, they blow the fuck up. They're in a Kevin Hart movie. You know, I mean, just all these different things and your life, your podcast is going to change. And then advertisers and just all these different things. Yeah. And it's just like you got to be ready for it. you got to think next level. Because if you're not thinking next level, you're always going to stay at the same level. Right. And that's oh, no, what bothers sure. me, you know, with a lot of people that do things is it's it's got to consistently evolve. And that's, that's just what I always think is how can we top? So I'm always in competition with me. I'm always yeah. in competition with other brands because I see what they're doing. Um, major marketing dollars, of course, but obviously, how can but, I, but like we talked about earlier, like working with what you have though, too, like sure. just because you don't have those same marketing dollars, sure, it might limit what the scope of what you're able to do, but you're still able to do something with what you have if you, if you're, you know, you're tenacious enough, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, if you just, you look at it. You can you can do things always and accomplish things. You can. They just might not be the way that you envision it, the grand way, but you're still able to do it. Like we were talking about with this, like, yeah, I started doing video for this and realized my lighting was shit because it was one goofy little light bulb. <laughs> so then I bought a couple $10 lights and it's like way brighter down here now. Sure. You know, and, it, and, it's, and nobody knows. Right, and I nobody cut cares. and I cut the camera angle so you can't even see the light. Yeah. So it's, you know, like... nobody knows, nobody cares. Yeah, we think about it, we overthink it way too much. So when you overthink something, it gives you some, you know, anxiety. It brings about stress, like all these different things. That's what happens. And you know, now I'm just like, fuck it, I don't care. Like one one of my videos that I did for um a commercial, like um for Teak Tequila, I was making a cocktail. And it was blurry. We forgot to focus before we started filming again. And I'm like, oh, shit. Fuck it. I don't even care. Because, you know, it is what it is. You're never going to be perfect. The lighting's not going to be perfect. Yep. You know, so you work with what you have. And so that's why we have actually, you know, been well. We've done well 
because we're not going out there and buying 40,000 t-shirts and 50,000 hats right. to give out. No, you got to start somewhere. So we're going to start with the product yep. and work on the product because the product takes off. Everything is a bonus. Right. All that's a bonus. I think people lose sight of that too, though, sometimes. Whatever the product is, they, they try to do too much at once, yeah. right? I, I, you know, I'll follow uh, other podcasts and stuff, and I don't know how well their numbers are, how successful they're doing, if they're making any money or not, but they got stickers and they got all this yeah. stuff. I got no stickers. I got some business cards that yeah. I hand out when I meet people. But other than that, like, I don't have any of that stuff because I'm not worried about that at this point. Well, how right. many Jaeger, you know, realistically, how many Jaeger or rum chata shot glasses do you really fucking need? Right. I mean, I like, think I got a Jaeger bucket right there. <laughs> right. It's a whole and, damn bucket. And it's holding. It, it's it, holding. Uh, <laughs> I think there's air hockey stuff in there, some darts, <laughs> some cords. Point take tequila. And, and and that's what I'm saying is like, you know, what do you do with this stuff? Right. You know what I'm saying? These companies, they, they you know, so a small brand like us coming out of the gate, no, we can't afford right. to do that stuff. But like I remember one person that I talked to who did marketing, um, you know, Detroit, you know, stuff like that. They kind of, like she kind of condemned me and belittled me because I didn't have this. I didn't have the swag. Like you don't have hats? Nope. You don't have t-shirts? Nope. I go if I need that shit for my brand to sell, my brand sucks. Because right. I want people talking about the product, yeah. not about the swag that you yeah. have. Oh, yeah, I got the sure. best t-shirt that I cut the grass in once a week. Right. It is great. This yeah, exactly. tequila, this <laughs> exactly. is an amazing t-shirt. It's light, it's airy. It has... All the shirts that I get, my girlfriend wears for pajama shirts. There you like, go. You know? <laughs> like, that's what it is. It's not working the way that you think that it is. So I'd rather take that and invest in Blip. Blip is an online um, a service where you can all the electronic billboards that are in Detroit okay. area. There's like 25, yeah. 30, like for ten dollars a day off peak times, you can actually advertise your brand. You Why go. would I not do that over, you know, giving out a T-shirt that right. somebody's gonna wear to bed? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yep. I mean, no, yeah, I, I hear you there because it's not like someone's gonna get your T-shirt. I mean, you may get some, you know, friends or people that are like just in love with it that'll be like, oh, check me yeah. out my T-shirt. But other than that, yeah, like you said, it's, you know, it becomes the the chilling yeah. at home shirt or the the mowing the lawn shirt and not the. So 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 here here's here's the dynamic behind that. If I give out a shirt, that's what it turns into. But if I charge you cost plus shipping, isn't that crazy? It will change the dynamic, meaning you will wear, wear that it. in a different capacity. Yeah, you'll wear so, it out because you're showing you it, it off because you paid for it. Because I paid for isn't it. Isn't that crazy? It, like, and, and it's the same damn shirt. It is, but that's what it is. So it's like I put it out there, and I do a lot of like cryptic things. Like I'll do a lot of cryptic social media marketing and advertising to where I'm just really trying to get a gauge on something, right. you know, and it's fun for me. It's, it's, it's still a piece of the puzzle. And, you know, I'm, I'm just a social media geek and I love it. I love, I will spend an hour looking at fucking, oops, sorry, data. <laughs> See, I got carried away. I got excited and I will, I'll look at the data. Right. You know, the same thing as you're looking at, oh, man, somebody in Australia is listening or somebody in, you know, Asia, Japan, China, whatever it may be, they're listening. Like, I get excited from that stuff because it helps me figure out what's working and what's not working. And, of course, I'm going to continue working. And here's the benefit of it is one day when we get so big that I can't do this by myself, I know somebody can't rip me off. 
because I know about it. So when they come to me and say like, oh, this, blah, 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 this and that. No, I've done it. I know about it. And as a business owner, you got to know some you got to know a little bit about each facet of the business. So that way you don't get ripped off. Um, you know, I watched this show with um, A-Rod and it's called like uh, Beginning Again or Back Again or something like that. And it's like he's helping like former celebrities or, you know, former sports players that kind of squandered their money right. get back. And, um, you know, Evander Holyfield made like $300 million and has nothing. Yeah. I mean, he like terrible. And when you watch, when I watched the episode, I could tell why, because he just, he didn't want to be bothered by this stuff. He didn't have, you know, the, the sense for business. He, he didn't want to be involved in it. Right. And he just allowed everybody else and then, and they lost his money. And it's, it's a shame, but it happens every day. It happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's really, for it's, sure. it's really sad. So, you know, that's never going to be a position, you know, we got a good team, but also I know a little bit about a little bit so I can ask the right questions to put people on the spot where it's like mm, I think you're kind of bullshitting me so let me see it and once you Can't see the data yeah once you see the data it, it's done right it's, it's all about the data so how uh <laughs> so with the with the trajectory everything that's been been going on with Teak are you happy how everything's worked out so far and if is there anything that you you wish you would have had the power to change? Or, well, you do have the power to change, but do you yeah. wish you would have changed? I mean, you know, to, to look back and to concentrate or to focus on something like, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Yes, there's many things like I wish I wouldn't have done. And as funny as it is, is like Teak Life, you know, the other platform, I bought T-shirts and shot glasses and stuff like that. I wish I wouldn't hey, have done that. Hey, I use these, like, once these, a these week. These are great. I use them once a week. Here's what's fucked up is, like, these were for sale. So these tumblers, these cocktail glasses, which I love because I, I, I use them at home, too. But for, like, over a year, they were on that website for people to order. Nobody ordered. Nobody ordered them. You know, I mean, I made sales outside of the website, but right. nobody ordered via the website. All of a sudden, people started to order, and I didn't have any more. <laughs> uh, you know, I had sold my right. allowed and I was like, I'm not going to order anymore. More, right. So I had to refund money, and then I took that page down to be able to. And then I've, I've literally had a couple people ask me recently, how can I buy those? So it, it, it's really funny. But, like, you know, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I, but to, to go back, I learned. I mean, how would – how? There's no way that I would have learned some of this stuff had I not done it. So some of the best things is to learn, you know, how deep a hole truly is, is to jump in that hole while you're digging. And then you can look up and say, wow, holy shit, I've done <laughs> I, I can't get out, you know. Right. And so you learn these lessons as you go along. But like like that's something um, – Maybe I wouldn't have left the company that I worked for previously as soon, but I didn't know that the tequila was going to take an added three months right. because of things with the change in the government. So so there's there's no way I would have known that. But looking back is it I learned a lot. So had I not, you know, left at that particular time, I would have not had the time to invest in social media to right. learn about yeah. marketing. 
And so as I was doubting myself at one point and saying, oh, shit, like maybe I left too early. I should have stuck it out maybe like four more months. You were also gaining that experience. Yes. Another avenue, right? And that experience actually came back to benefit us when we did release the tequila. Because then it was like, well, I know these algorithms. I know how this works. I know how that works. I understand social media advertising. But I wouldn't have had that time. So, you know, it's, it's a give and a take. And it's it's so fucking cliche, but everything does happen for a reason. It really does. It's part of your path. It's part of your journey. And you have to take your lumps. You know, you have to take, you know, your your hits and you have to celebrate some accomplishments and say, man. So like there there was um there there was one man this this person wanted to do some sort of partnership with us. And um, my gut was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And they're like, yeah, well, you can actually, like, we'll, we'll do this function. We'll do this event at such and such location. I'm like, well, they don't carry our product. They have to order it. I mean, it's a law, the MLCC. Right. And she was like, well, just give them a couple cases. Well, that's fucking illegal. What? You can't give it. And and it takes away from my profit. That's my margin. Right. And so I said, you know, at that point, I'm not fucking with them, you know, because they don't understand. I had to school them on the MLCC laws, you know, and just different things like that. And then, like, I come to like came to find out, like, a lot of those functions had actually been a debacle. They went off really Really bad. bad. They were really bad. And I was like. Okay, good, good I might call. have been on to something, and that was like the first time where it was like I made a gut intuition, you know, you decision. You trusted your gut. And, I did. That was the first off. time. And then, you know, I started to go back into the old habits where I second-guessed, you know, and stuff like that. And then when I had the hummingbird incident, it was like I'm never doubting myself again. I'm just going to go on to it. So am I happy where we're at? Um, I mean – yeah, I kind of am. You know, like I didn't want to release the Blanco. No, you know, I did not want to. Why release, not? I didn't want to release it. Um, I, I figured the coconut lime and the reposado was good enough to carry us through the holidays. You know, let's just continue to make that mark. Right. But my business partner Mike, he was like, "No, let's put out the Blanco." It's I got not, so many. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> "So many people are saying that it's good," and I'm like, "All right, well, let's just let's order a hundred cases. We'll just test the market." do proof of concept and in 30 days we sold out in the warehouse so how long have you been sitting on the blanco before you released it since the others since the we others. already had it so you already had it you yeah just... we had the recipe we had everything we did we developed them all at the same time and so it was sitting was it year. just a matter of just bottling it or did you already have it in bottles no we didn't have it in bottles gotcha. it was just a matter of bottling it it was saying yeah let's do it and so you know, he was like, Mike was, no, let's do it. And um, I didn't feel great, but I was open. So that's the other thing about it. Be open. Don't be right. so resistant. If it's something just obscene, obviously. Use use your judgment. Use good judgment. Yeah, use yeah. good judgment. Yeah. But. yeah, calculate it, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. So I tried it, and I go, it is good. It is smooth. It's got some good floral, you know, some fruity tones to it. So compared to a lot of the big sellers out on the market, um, it's good. Uh, for thirty one ninety nine here in Michigan, uh, a state minimum price, like that's pretty good. 
All right, let's do it. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's only thirty one ninety nine. Damn. All right, so, cool. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's do it. We'll do it to select stores. And um, we released it, and I didn't even get out in the field. I just started calling some of our better-selling stores. Right. And it was like, yeah, send me a case. And I'm like, all right, cool. And send me two cases. Okay, cool. Send me four. Send me five. Wow. And this was the first day. And I go, I hung up the phone on that last call, and I go, we got to order more immediately. I'm like... I don't know what's going on. I literally had a store want to order six, and I said, let's just go for four. Because <laughs> it's very limited, and we're not doing every location. Right. And then I started to advertise it. And then we saw locations just organically pop up, and I go, oh, boy. We – what did we do? So it's the same thing, like the fear of success. Right. So did I hold it back because I was afraid of selling three – expressions to a new location or was i afraid of this really taking off i don't know you know i I truly don't know but it has gotten a great response where people you know are are buying it and enjoying it and saying i can actually sip this right and And at a good price point too yeah at a good price point you know for a premium tequila and and it's just like oh shit what 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 did we do right and you know that's that's a good feeling like those are the things that i celebrate and i sit back at night and i'm like wow that really, that's, this is really us. <laughs> right. You know? I mean, it's going to be crazy, right? It's, it's really weird. It's really weird like when, surreal. like, um, you know, you like country music. So I don't know if you like country rap, but there's an artist called, uh, named Jelly Roll. I'm going to clarify that. I do not like country oh, music. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, I my girlfriend loves country that's music. That's where it is. Actually, okay. she wants to go see Garth Brooks. Oh, uh, well, mean, that might be a concert to go see, actually. Yeah, we're going to go. You know, it, it's one of those things. We're gonna, but... I've, I've seen Rascal Flatts and Brantley Gilbert. Okay, so. I know Rascal. The other <laughs> Brantley, I have no idea who that yeah, is. Yeah, like Rebel Country or something. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I have no idea. So so my my assumption was wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's cool. There. It's all right. <laughs> so there's like um a rapper, a Nashville rapper, um kind of a country rapper, Jelly Roll. And, you know, he has posted a couple times, like, I love your tequila. He's got really? like a quarter of a million That's followers and stuff like that and so like you know he'll 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 say love your tequila and then a couple days later you know tag the rock when are you coming out with your tequila and the rock actually answers wow so it's like it's really weird you know when you see things like that to see you in these conversations with with those people yeah yeah so it's like you know wow this is fantastic like we got into um in front of um I, I would say a, a pretty famous actor who owns a hamburger chain. Okay. Um, okay. Has a restaurant downtown. Yep. And, you know, so that was another thing. Like, enjoyed it. So it's just like these are the things where it's like, damn, we really did that. You know, me right. going back to the days where I worked at a, a retailer where I wore a blue shirt and tan khakis with a yellow name tag to where now I'm on TV I'm in newspapers, I'm in magazines, yeah. you know, something that we created is very surreal to me. I'm oh, very sure. humble, you know, for I'm, sure. I'm very grateful. So to go back is, am I happy with the progress? I, I, I am. I'm happy, but I'm excited to see where, where go. this goes because it, it's, it's like water. And if you watch water in its natural element, you know, they start, it starts tributaries by itself just over time with erosion and and it creates a stream and then it creates, you know, just something more powerful. And I don't know where this is going to go. 
you know, right. but my thing is, is to always remain humble, to always remain grateful. But I had to go through all of that to get to this point where I enjoy these little things where somebody's yeah. like, I love your tequila. And it's like, oh, thanks. Cool. You know, this is, I, yeah. Wow. This is crazy. So I know when the first time you were on, we talked about uh, pounding the pavement, trying to make those sales, the cases, you know, going in the stores and people. Ah. And I know like I had talked to you uh, about, you know, it was hard to find over here by me. Like I yeah. had to go to three different stores yeah. to, just to find it and stuff. How how is that is that remain the case where some stores just don't pick it back up again? Oh yeah. Like, and where are you finding your like your larger supporters? Is it near where you're at because of the like hometown Canton boy, or is it kind of all sporadically across the state? Like how how's that been playing out now? Yeah, what? it's still Metro Detroit, um, Grand Rapids. Um, there's a particular store. It was pretty funny. They they, they carried us. They got us in. Um, I think it was December last year never moved the product or anything like that i went on to grand rapids tv started to do some more uh we got into a magazine out there yep and then you know i called them like hey do you want to carry the blanco no we brought on this it's never sold i'm sorry but blah 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 you know whatever you can do if you can do a tasting i'm like well i'm not doing a tasting you know so um they've ordered the last two weeks okay so you know it, so obviously your presence over there has, yes. has made a turnaround and yeah you know, that's what it took. Yeah, and that that's really what it was is just like, you know, figuring out how to market to different, you know, areas, different regions. So Metro Detroit is still big, but like it's it's really interesting because we'll see on the sales sheet um stores or locations, we'll just say locations pop up and I'm like, where the fuck is that? Like I don't even <laughs> know where that is. Like I think the latest one was Sheboygan. I'm like, Oh, okay. I know Sheboygan. Right. Like I, I know where that is. You know, and, and it's just it's it's just really interesting, you know, but yeah, primarily like Metro Detroit, but there's still room to grow. Right. There's still room to grow, but you don't want to saturate yourself. Do you want to be in every single, you know, location? Uh, no, you want to be in select because you create these partnerships and stuff right. like that. But then if you get big enough, like a Tito's, like a, a rum chata, you know, whatever, um, they just automatically order you because they know you're going to sell. Right. So in our first year. You know, we've only been out roughly a year. And for us to have this success, over 325 locations have ordered us since we came out. Um, seven, 800 case depletions. Um, a case is six bottles. We are doing amazing compared okay. to other small craft brands. But there's still opportunity. Right. You know, there's still some stores that, you know, are locations that I'd like to be in. On-premise, where is like a bar, restaurant, lounge. That's still an opportunity because what they look at is margins. So if they can buy something that is well known and they know they're going to sell it, right? But it started to change. Like you know, just because we're getting so much attention, it started to change. Um, which is which is really cool. So there's still opportunity. Um, there's still a lot of locations to get into, but I'm I'm okay with it. Um, but yeah, during the summer, I I think there's going to be a 25 to 40 percent growth. Um, just because in warm weather, people think tequila. However, we are currently in November of 2019. I've seen your TV, you know, your, uh, your spot about the fall. Yeah. The fall cocktails yeah. you can make with tequila. We're having our best month of sales right now. Wow. Where people say tequila is only drank in the summertime. So November, you know, this, this month, we just had our best week ever. Wow. Without releasing the Blanca. Right. You know, which escalated sales, well, obviously. obviously. Yeah. When, when yeah. you're... I can see that when something new comes out. Yeah. 
yeah, it spikes, you know, but this is just reorders or new orders. So this is, yeah, we had our best week. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's turning into a phenomena because people are under, like realizing this is really good. And, and that's, what's exciting. I, I enjoy it. So. So you, you've talked about people coming up to you like, Oh, I want to start my own yeah. alcohol brand and stuff like that. What, what would be your biggest piece of advice or, or what would be your advice for tackling that when, when someone has an idea, like I, you know, and it's funny, you said something too. I've been approached, uh, yeah. uh like someone had an idea for an app and okay. like I taught myself Android and I programmed an app. Okay years ago just to see if I could do it. And I never really did anything with it. I just kind of sat on it. And, uh, but they asked me just because I'm a person of action, I guess you'd say, right. Just right. like you, right. Like I have ideas, so I do them. Yeah. Um, and, <clears throat> and she had this idea, which I thought it's a good idea. And I was like, this is how I would approach it first, you know, like do the yeah. research. Is it, is there a competition out there already? What sets you apart from the competition? What makes you unique? But then also what's, what's your branding? Uh, I think that's one of the things too, is like making sure that you were branding and then sucking that up. Domains are like 12 bucks a year. Yeah. Right. Like if you yeah. have an idea, buy the domain, get the, like get all the tag stuff with yeah. it. If it's something that you're serious about, because that's the worst part is like, when you when everything's branded something different because one part was already bought up or this thing was already bought, you know what I mean? Like that can be a tough part is the branding part. Sure. Um, but what would be your like your Don steps to success for someone that has an idea, not necessarily alcohol, but just any idea any, anything, for kicking yeah. it off and 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 getting it going? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've had quite a few people come from blogging to creating a product to creating an alcohol product, like hot sauce, all these different things. And I kind of look at it now going back because before I kind of exhausted a lot of time, you know, into, well, this, this and that and, you know, really taking the time to talk to them is now I just want to get elementary with it and be like a child and say, why? I just want to question why, right. why everything, because if I can break you apart with my whys, you don't really want this. You got to really want this type of life. You got to really want to be able to do something. You know, you want, you, you want to love to do this. You got to have passion that if nobody pays you, you're still going to do this. So even if you don't make from this podcast a million dollars one day and you don't have 7,000 streams. Zero dollars to date. <laughs> there you go. You got to love. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and that's what it is. So it's like I want to break them apart to see how committed to their idea they truly are. And then we can start from there. And, and like I want everybody to succeed. I really do. But I can't. I can't make you want to succeed i can't make you do the work you got to do this and it's a lot of work right it is not easy you know it it looks fun you know i mean if i'm out there you know doing uh you know tv or you know radio or doing an event or something oh, yeah, yeah this is great you know like i mean we we haven't announced i'll tell you yeah i haven't announced yet so there's something big coming okay. as well but these all look great right oh there's yeah there's a work. couple that you announced recently that are really cool like the omega thing you got going oh, yeah, on that was cool that that uh yeah. what winter fast too i think yeah. showed up somewhere yeah winter blast or winter blast yeah, yeah sorry. Winter, winter blast yeah. is uh we're going to be a, a, a coast liquor sponsor um so the coconut line will be down there so like 
all these different things, you know, like it took work and it took time. They didn't happen overnight. Like, honestly, I could be in a movie. Teak Tequila can be in a movie. It's just how much do I want to pay? Right. Thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars to be in a movie? No, the ROI isn't there. So, and plus I don't have the funds, you know, like right return now. Return on investment. He's throwing uh, out. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So return on your investment. So I just look at it like everything like that is what's the return on the on, on right. your investment. And so, you know, um, so my first thing would be I really want to be philosophical and I want to break it apart. I want to break them down to be able to see how committed they're going to be because you have to be committed. Right. It's tough. This is not easy to do something that's very unique. You know, by that token, too, I don't want to discourage anybody, but I just want to educate them that. And be realistic. Yeah. It's like the realistic, you know, that, that Kylie Jenner comes out with a, a makeup and becomes a billionaire, that's not the everyday thing. Right. You're probably not going to come out with a shade of lipstick in your kitchen that is just going to overnight be take the world by storm. Right. It's just that's just not what it is. So as long as you can be realistic and and give them some realistic and then then we can talk, you know, so you got to be committed. You know, you have to truthfully be 100 100 percent committed and go in not without any expectation. You have to have no expectations. You just have to take it for what it is until you start to gain momentum. You're going to get discouraged constantly. You will constantly get discouraged. Something's <laughs> going to happen where it's going to bump you. But it's the same way. So like us running out of coconut lime, the Blanco sold out of the warehouse, and we had a problem with the, you know the bottles. Right. And So like all these different things is I feel it's the universe's way of saying how committed are you? Right. Are you re- because, just testing you like, yeah, hey. Because there's going to be a major <laughs> problem one day. Right. One day, and how are you going to handle that? So if you can't handle these little things now, now right. the fuck are you going to do in the, in the future? So that's how I look at it now. And so it's setting the stage is if I come in and say, why, why, why? And they get discouraged. And it's like, well, never mind. Well, you ain't ready for this game because this, right. this game is tough. Walking into a store and somebody saying, you know, coconut lime will never sell. Okay, why is that? Because the flavored tequilas don't sell. Okay, that's your opinion. Cool. And then eight months later, you see it on the sell sheet that they ordered your tequila. And it's actually out here. It's a store out here. Okay. And so it, it, it cracks me up because it's like, okay, some people are slow learners. I'll take that. Right. You know? But as long as you learn. Do you think today's, uh, like, instant gratification culture, especially with, like, you see, you know, like, YouTube stars and all these people, like, almost appear to pop up overnight as some kind of celebrity or some kind of star just from, you know, again, doing something goofy on YouTube, stuff like that, has set an unreal expectation or unreal uh, um, vision of, of what it takes to be successful as an entrepreneur because... It, it, it can look like, oh, this person's just making goofy videos. Like, yeah. that's not hard to do. I can do that. And yeah. So, I mean, is that does that feel like what a, a cause of that is? It's just easy to see people appearing to be successful or, Absolutely. or, or doing something because they followed through with it. And then... Yeah, like, we don't know behind the scenes. So, like, like right. we see, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson being the biggest, highest paid movie star right now, right? But do they know the story 
when he failed out of football, he had to move back home with his parents, you know, right. uh, like at 22, 23 years of age or something like that, going into the NFL. He didn't make it. Right. He had like, what, 10 bucks in his pocket or something crazy like that and had to go home. And so these are the these this is what we don't see, you know, and we don't we don't know these stories. We don't know behind the scenes that, you know, Billy Joel wanted to commit suicide at one point. And, you know, he he it was drink. He he was going to drink bleach or furniture polish to. To Hi, kill himself. God. And I'm pretty sure as the story goes, he drank furniture polish because he thought it would be less harsh. Well, what happened is he obviously didn't kill himself, but he ended up farting like this lemon scent for about a couple days. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> it was like you can look it up. I think it was probably the only time someone's ever farted and been okay with <laughs> yeah. it. Like you, yeah. you fart in a room and they're like, yeah. lemony fresh. Yeah, lemony. It smells like pledge. Oh, you, man, what stinks <clears throat> in here? Not Billy Joel's no, ass. It's definitely not me. You know, and then it was like, what, months later, he wrote Piano Man. Right. And, th- and there you go. I, I love that song, too. It's a I mean, I know, I know song. it's like. It's 18 minutes long, but. Yeah, but I mean, it's such a great song when you listen to the lyrics and just everyone sitting in this bar and, and you know, the opportunities that they missed and dreaming about the old days. Yeah. And yeah, it's a, I love that song. But that was his life at that right. time. He was a piano man yeah. and he had a fishbowl and people would tip him to play a song and that's what he was doing to make money. But he wanted to be a, a, a recording yeah. artist and he was paying his dues. You got to pay your dues. And so he was just frustrated as, as many of us are and stressed out, all these different things. Tried to ki- commit suicide with lemon pledge or whatever it was. <laughs> farted his way to stardom. You know, now look at him. Look look at what he's Please, done. Please, no one do he, not drink no, <laughs> furniture polish and try to fart your way to stardom. It's not going to lead to success. <laughs> trust me. But the point of it is, is we can go on and on about these stories. And so, you know, with that, I, I just hope that people really want it bad enough for all the right reasons and not the wrong reasons so to become this instant celebrity on youtube it fades those stars it's like burning a candle yeah you know eventually the candle's gonna burn out so so base it on something that is legitimate like a legitimate product or a legitimate talent whatever it may be because look at even in the nfl look at in sports like sooner or later you retire because you're yep. not playing to the caliber that you were. Or yep. you might get hurt. You get hurt or you do something stupid off the yeah. field. Yeah. But society sets us up to fail because we're on social media so much that we see somebody who got, you know, so so Instagram is changing an algorithm to where you don't see the number of likes. Mm-hmm. They're changing it to where it's like liked by, you know, um, like JP and others. Right. So that way all the influencers that have this social media, you know, um, repertoire who is, it's probably bought anyway, um, for the most part, yeah, they can't capitalize and monetize that. And, and then other people don't view their success based on the amount of likes. Right. They view their success on different components. Which, which is interesting. I had a conversation with another guest uh, and we talked about, you know, social media's role in advertising and getting your name out there and selling your brand. And unfortunately, all those likes and all those follows and 
those don't equate to butts and seats. Those don't equate to sales. No. Right? Like, it doesn't equate to, to downloads. Mm-hmm. It doesn't equate to any of that stuff because right. it's really easy to just scroll through and just like, like, like. And Absolutely. It's funny, I, I had posted something about, you know, really support and interact with the people that that you you appreciate the what they're doing and the products that they're putting out yeah you know and someone else had reached out to me it was like i never thought about it that way you know it's really easy just to scroll and like stuff but like yeah. leave a comment say what you like yes. about it like yeah give them that feedback because that means more than just getting arbitrary likes yeah like getting that like man dude that episode was hilarious i love this part or you know that was a really great conversation or that's an amazing piece of artwork like that goes way farther than just clicking the little heart symbol or the little thumbs up symbol yeah and and, and then what it creates is like you know a, a false reality to where people you know truly get addicted Like I know of social media influencers that will throw up a picture. If it doesn't get a certain amount of likes within a certain time frame, they'll delete it because (laughs) they they will completely delete it because they're frustrated. It's like, oh, well, that didn't get enough engagement, so it must not be good enough. And then they start to self-judge and overthink and stuff like that. And it's just like, no, maybe it was just the time that you posted it because there's there's the algorithms that work. Like if you post on a Friday, it doesn't get as much engagement as on a Thursday. So is there, there's just so many things behind it, but yeah, we get to who gives a shit. Gary V just always says, put out content, put out right. content all the time. And sooner or later, what's going to happen is it sticks. Somebody, somebody, it grabs somebody. And sometimes because we're so hard headed, we need to hear the same thing at least 10 times before it's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Now it resonates in my life. I heard this message nine times before. But on the tenth time, it I, was. I paid attention. Yes, and that's really that's really what, right. it, what it comes down to. So, no, it's you. You do it for all the right reasons, and then everything else will come. It's it's not the headwind; it's the tailwind. Excellent. We're at like an hour and a half. I don't know what your time schedule is. Let's uh, do one more question. You know what? What? All right. What do you think? The last question I got for you first. Can I get a little bit of that reposado? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Actually, this is yours. So oh, sweet. Pour yourself. Sweet. Do Jesus whatever you need awesome. to do. Yes. I uh, my I've been telling my mom, and she lives up in St. Helen, up by Houghton Lake. Okay. And I've been telling her about your tequila. And the last time I came out to her house, I wasn't able to find a bottle. Okay. So this. I'm going up for Thanksgiving, so I oh, definitely cool. plan on bringing some up for her. Okay. So now I'm gonna have to go find a bottle of that too, so I can bring her some of that. Yeah, we're um we're trying to get into some major retailers, um, so hopefully that will curb that early next year. You know, cross our fingers, but um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, it's just it's it's always there's there's so many stores, there's so many locations yeah. to get into. It's just you can't possibly visit them all all. yeah and And there's so many yeah every gas station you know i mean it's it's crazy now oh i know yeah that's the that's the big thing so the gas stations with the 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 vast liquor selection those are going to be over the next two to four years even bigger because down south those are the hotness really yeah i mean there's there's some gas stations that have significantly better selections for alcohol yeah. than like dedicated party stores. Yeah. There's absolutely. some stores now I walk into and I'm like, how are you even still in business? It, it's crazy. It's a front. I've seen Breaking Bad. <laughs> you know? I know what's going on. We know what's going on. So my, my last question for you, and it's funny because like you've answered pretty much like our conversation has gone through pretty much all the questions I had. It's funny. Okay. Like organically, right? Okay. Uh, 
who do you look up to as an entrepreneur? And if you were able to ask them any question, what, what would be the question that you had for them? So there, there's, there's a lot of people that I pay attention to. Um, Gary V I reference a lot because he, he's done. I like entre. So to get into the topic of consultants, you know, there's our motivational speakers, you know, right. different things like that. This is where it gets tricky. And I, I, I don't know if I piss a lot of people off, but they don't have, <laughs> I don't know if they have the same level of thinking. I find motivation by people that have done it, not people that talk it. Talk about it, right? Yeah. So, the, you know, the people that walk the walk, not just talk it. 100. So, like, I look at it as if you did something like Mark Cuban. Right. You know, he created that, you know, streaming platform for sports games, you know, back when he was in college. And that's where it all started. Um, you know, Gary V, Richard Branson, you know, um, who s- dropped out of high school, I'm pretty right. sure, and created a magazine which turned into the first ever mail order record business. So before the penny CDs or the penny tapes. Do you remember was, all that stuff? That was crazy yeah, times. Like It was nuts. Yeah, it was. It was but, you know, so we weird. knew the hustle. We, right? we, we would tape our penny. We would get 10 CDs. We would buy one and then cancel that shit. Like, it was fantastic. Or, like, or not even buy Because then the it was one. like fifteen ninety nine a month or something after yeah, that, right? like, fuck this <laughs> And then shit. they would send you CDs that yeah. if you didn't cancel, they'd, oh, yeah. they'd send you yeah. ones and charge you for them. Yeah, then you get like Bon Jovi's, <laughs> you know, not so slippery when wet. I don't, I don't know. But like, you know, so, so those are the people that I really admire. Dame Dash is another one because he's very... He, he, he's very aggressive, you know, and my personal, like a lot of people don't get it or maybe some people do, but I'm, I'm kind of aggressive, um, in business. Cause you have to, you have to fight for yourself as a small guy. You have to constantly right. fight for yourself. So those are, you know, the people and uh, that I look up to. And a lot of the Marcus Lemonis is another one. I love the profit. Um, you know, so a lot of my questions, I actually get answered by, either watching some of their videos, some of their content. Just paying attention to yeah, them. Yeah, you know, I, I really, I, when I watch, like, Marcus Limonis, he has a show called The Prophet, and I watch it, you know, religiously, like, DVR it, and I'll, I'll end up watching the episode, like, a couple times, and then I dissect it. Well, they should have did this, they should have been doing this, and it's just like, wow, we are so better structured as a company because of these things, and I've actually reached out to Marcus. As okay. funny as it is, because you know, I don't give any fucks. Right. So it's like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Exactly. Nothing. Yeah. Same thing. Right. Yeah. So you know, I've reached out to to him. Um, Candy Burris. Um, I'm a real big fan of. She was one of the singers in this uh, group called Escape back yeah. in. You know, yeah. so. I love what she does. She is a businesswoman. You know, I think that is, uh, I, I love business women because I think it's sexy. I think it's just beautiful. <laughs> you get a woman who is just, you know, doing shit. Like, I like doers. I want to surround myself with doers. Right. You know, um, people that take chances and take risks and, and, and walk the walk and, you know, don't talk it. So these are the people. I'd love to sit down and just have casual conversation and... Like Richard Branson, I know he went through some of the stresses, you know, like he used to have to sell shit just to make ends meet, right. you know, and, you know, in, in some aspects I've done that. Like I've liquidated a lot of my 
toys that, yeah. that I've had, you know, and stuff like that. Um, somebody that I would like to sit down with is Humble the Poet. Um, uh, he, he actually had an episode with Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty is a motivational speaker. I love Jay Shetty. Um, but yeah, like you watch that episode of Humble the Poet, it's fucking amazing. Like it's so insightful. It's, it's just, there's, there's so much content going on there. It just makes you think in a different way. And so a lot of my questions will be just about life, you know, like what did you go through? Did you experience like these lows that I've gone through? I've never wanted to, you know, do harm to myself, but it's like, right. Do I want to give up sometimes? Yeah, there's been times yeah. where I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm just going to go get right. a job at Target and be a manager and make my 40 grand and and put into a 401k, hoping that shit pays off so I can retire at 999 yeah. years of age. You know, because, and that's what it is. Or do I want to see this dream out, you know? And, and it's, it's not being famous, you know, but, like, I do get recognized now because I've been on TV. Yeah. Um, I was at a tasting in Clinton Township. Uh, last weekend and um i just walked in and they had my table set up ready to go and um the the couple goes we've seen you on tv (laughs) and i'm like i don't even have my coat off and i'm there with the store manager right so it actually looked really good for me but like yeah it was it was it was just like she's looking like plants (laughs) yeah yeah, i did i paid them in tequila you know and they came back around and bought like three bottles Awesome. You know, it was it was crazy, you know, and I'm like, it, it's happened more often. You know, my, my business partner, Mike, he, he he was picking up some takeout and the guy behind him goes, you were on Fox, too. Something with tequila. And he goes, yeah. It, it, so it freaks you out. Like, it's, yeah. it's really weird. Like, I, I was at FedEx and I was getting some shit printed and um talking to the guy and he goes, I know who you are. Like, kind of like that. Almost like, like a Dr. Evil. And he goes, I know who you are. And I, I swear to God, because I don't think like that. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, I know who I am. He goes, Oh man, you're tequila. I've been hearing so much about it. And I go, Oh yeah. Like it it just, it was weird to me, you know? So it's like, I can't, that's gotta be weird. That's gotta be such very a weird. Very strange, you yeah. know. It's it's very strange, you know. Um, I I did a tasting um in Royal Oak on Friday, and a woman came in and she goes, "I want the reposado," and I go, "Okay, you want to taste it?" And she goes, "No, I want a bottle." <laughs> I go, "Okay," and I went and got her a bottle, and I go, "You want to taste it?" And she goes, "Yeah, yeah, I want to taste now." I'm like, okay. She goes, I just keep seeing you guys on TV, so I, I need to get a bottle. So it's weird, you know. Yeah, it's it's got to be weird. It's just, it's really weird. And and so from that aspect, it's like, where is my life going to go? But to go back to that question is like, what would I ask them? I would just like to have like casual conversation, you know, and just maybe a few questions come up from right. here and there. But, you know, I've talked to some pretty decent sized liquor owners, and they're all, they've all said, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how you're doing it, but you're doing the right things. And I don't have any experience. Right. But I have that tenacity. I have the determination. And so that way I'm going to figure out whatever it is uh, to be successful at this. And we're going to keep pushing forward. I'm going to test the boundaries because I just, I never want to go back to working for somebody. That's, that's, that's the motivation. So, the fear of working for somebody 
again, has to outweigh the fear of going into a store and somebody seeing you and 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 you feeling some kind of way like, oh, I'm here as a brand rep right. selling my tequila. But they've all done it. You know, Beyonce used to go to little places to sing and look at yeah. her now. Like, you got to pay your and dues. They, they had to do all their mall appearances and sure. all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know. I would like to know if they went through, you know, some of these feelings too, and what motivated them to keep to, to going. push through it. Yeah, because th- that's what it is. You got to focus on something. There's got to be a motivation somewhere to keep pushing forward. Right. And so, you know, my motivation is family, and to teach people also that you can do whatever you want. I mean, we created a fucking tequila company in michigan yeah like let's think about this (laughs) probably not the wisest but then on the flip side of it maybe it was because there's only a few brands out here but my 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 choice was to do something completely different and who knows where this is going to lead and i met some great people there are some it's, it's it's just all about opportunity and growth i've grown so much in the past year you know, um, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you know, just all these different things business-wise than I have in five, the last five years that I was at Corporate America as a senior leader. Right. Totally different. You don't own your business. When they say own your business, no. I'm looking at P&Ls. I have a budget for marketing. You know, right. I'm looking at sales. I didn't have to do that shit before. I just had to manage expectations. And that, that that's really just the difference. So now... I feel like an owner. So when people come into a store and see me doing a tasting and they're like, you know, they look at you and then you're like, well, this is my tequila company, Teak Tequila. And they, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm one of the owners. And you're doing this? Because they don't expect it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm doing this. And I always want to do, like, to some capacity. Right. I don't ever want to get that far away. You become detached from the people. The people is, is, is what fuels me because right. I want to inspire them to do something. You know, so to go back and people that I've talked to, you know, who have asked me for some advice, like how do I do this, how to do that, and then they give up on it months later, well, I feel like I failed because I didn't set you up for success. I didn't mm-hmm. give you the right insight. So that's why I would always say, why do you want to do it? Why, why, why? Because I want to project the right information. I want to give right. you the substance. And if, if you give up, you kind of give up on me. You know, uh, you didn't take my advice uh, for a grain of salt, you know. that That's just kind of how I look at it. This is a really twisted way, but it's like I want everybody to do this. This is what I want. I want right. everybody like, ooh, I created a glass. Cool. Get that glass out there because it's probably the best glass that anybody else has ever imagined. And then when you give up on it, you give up on yourself. And it's like if you're going to give up on yourself, how can you even be trusted, you know? Yeah. No, I, I hear you there, and that's it's funny that you say that because that's like one of the things that <clears throat> I, I had this conversation with my son while we were driving somewhere once. You know, he's like, "Oh, you're you're so cool." I tell you, I tell all my friends at school about all the stuff you do, like podcast and wood burning and drum yeah, racing, wood burning is awesome and all too. this stuff. He's like, you know, I tell people about that. And I'm like, look, if there's one thing that all my because I I feel overwhelmed sometimes with sure. my ambition, 
like yeah. like the like last weekend like i was kind of depressed a little bit and my girlfriend's like what's wrong with you i'm like i just feel overwhelmed and she's like why and i'm like because of all the shit that i want to do yeah like it it seriously weighs down on me sometimes and and i told my son i was like look if there's anything that i teach you and your sister it's like you can do the things that you really want to do if you 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 put your mind to it and you look for a way to figure it out. Like the podcasting, like this was, fuck it, let's do it. You know, Why let's, not? let's do it and find yeah. a way. You know, I don't have the best microphones or the the best setup. You know, I built a table. I, my mic setups are like thirty bucks. I mean, it's you can find a way to do it, uh, and that's like the one thing that I I want to, you know, I want people, especially my children, to understand. Like, if there's something that you really want to do, you can do it. You just got to figure out the way to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it goes back to overthinking. If you overthink, like, oh, but I need all this. I need the biggest mixer, which, you know, I need the best microphones. I need the greatest headphones. I right. need all this stuff. You Really, all you're doing is creating excuses to talk yeah. yourself out of it. For sure. That's it. For sure. And I, I just, I and refuse. I, and I think people, too, will will over overthink those small those small costs right so like my girlfriend does a lot of crafting and stuff and we we had a little booth in a local craft mall and some months she made rent and more and mm-hmm. some months she didn't and i really think the the clientele that catered there wasn't conductive to her stuff it was a lot more antiques and older people oh, and okay. her stuff's pretty sassy some of her sayings yeah like the stuff that sold the most had the word shit in it like okay okay <laughs> it was funny but but so now we we have a couple of craft shows coming up she's doing one next weekend and then we are doing one together at troy athens uh in december okay and she's like oh i don't know if we should do that you know it's 100 bucks to enter for the weekend i don't know if you do that fuck it it's 100 hours let's just do it yeah like if you sell everything that you have and chances are that's more likely going – I mean, it's specifically for crafts. It's specifically for what you're doing. It's not antiques mixed in. It's literally what you're doing. And you have a better chance of running into people that are younger, yeah. that are going to find your stuff funny. Like, why not? You know, just yeah. just do it. Like, even with the, the podcast and, like, the, the site, I think it's, like, $100 for a year that mm-hmm. holds all my files and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's like ten bucks a month or something. You know, like like yeah. the I think people stress out too much about it sometimes instead of just taking that small, upfront little hit. Just like test it out. What's what's it really like? Ten bucks a month. What's that to see if something that you have an idea for is going to work or not? Or you know what I mean? Like to, to actually get it out there and try yeah. it. I, I think, like you said, people tend to overthink that stuff and like, oh, I can't. Well, they do that. talk I can't themselves that. out of it. Yeah, you know, I mean that that that's what happens a lot of times, and and right. that was even my default getting into this is like I can't do this. There's no way we can create a tequila right. company, but here we are, you know. And now, my limitations, I don't know them. Right. I mean, I I just don't know if I have a limitation anymore. It might be financially, of course. Right. Obviously. But other than that is. Well, why can't we? And so once you start that mindset of why can't I, you know, everything is completely open. Yeah. But we are kind of trained by society to have these limitations, you know, to have these bumps where we doubt ourselves. But but that's a whole other conversation to where it's like, you know, you grow up, you go to school, you go to college, yeah. you get a good job, you work for a good company. You know, that life just doesn't exist anymore because no. y- you don't collect pensions like you used to. You don't have the retirement options. Um, it's kind of based on you. Like most people don't even stay at a job longer than five years anymore. So there, there's just all these aspects that are thrown in. So I wanted to create something for myself that, you know, I I never retire. Right. I don't have to. 
like it, it just ends up working and doing its own work because you build the machine while you're building a machine. Now I have one more question for you. Yeah, that's fine. So you build the machine and then it ends up doing, but the work is building the machine. Right. But once you have the machine, it's just maintaining the machine. That's it. And so that, that's what we're trying to do here. Do you, so at this point you, you love what you're doing. You love tequila. Mm -hmm. You, you love talking to the people like you love this. Is there a fear or do you ever feel like it could get to the point where it no longer is something that you love, but it feels like work? Um, I think anything. So, so I go by Richard Branson is when something stops being fun, it's time to get out. And so for me, this is fun. One day it might not be, I, I can't envision that right now. Right. Um, I know unless something really bad help happens to me health wise, I'll always enjoy tequila. It, it's, it's, a, it's a better spirit, you know, so I know I'll always enjoy tequila. You've definitely opened my eyes to, I, to tequila. I, I, I love it. It's, I, it's, it's a culture. It's a world, you know, and if you, if you even look back at, wow, like the evolution of tequila, it's just, it's just such, you know, a, there's such a history. There's such a, you know, a, a deep, rich history of, you know, the plant and stuff like that. Like there's a documentary out there called, I think it's called Agave Spirit of a Nation or something like that. It's like about an hour and a half, and it talks about mezcal. It talks about uh, tequila. Okay. So it it's really it's really cool. It's just it's just like a really insightful you know documentary, and um, I, I really enjoyed it. I actually watched it on a plane going to Mexico. <laughs> as funny as that is, um, but yeah. So I can't imagine me ever get bored of it, but I know once this really starts going, the motor's spinning and everything is good, I want to do something else as well. Right. There's, there's other, you know, so it's like this, this is the big one. This is the, the main right. one, but I want to do other things. There's I want to challenge stuff, yeah. myself. I want to continue to challenge myself. And I don't know what that's going to be. What yeah, that I don't know like. what that yeah. is. And I don't want to surround myself with people that don't want to do that. So it's like, you know, yeah, this is up and running. We're doing really well. Whatever it is, what's next? I already know that answer. Right. There's already things that I want that to do. You're right. Oh, absolutely. Like I, the, the blueprint's there, you know? So it's like then it turns into who do I want to do this with? Because I want to bring – it's not about the money. Right. It's about having, you know, my friends, you know, my, my group. Um, hey, what do you guys think about doing this? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> right, you know, hey. and, and who knows? It could fail. It could succeed. But I know if we don't try, it's already a failure. Right. And I, that's what I don't want to ever happen. So right now, happy. Want to continue to see it grow. But yeah, there's other things that I want to do. There's absolutely. And I think I think that's the human way. I mean, I, I don't know. I pose that question to everybody, to your audience, to you. Isn't there more? Always. Yeah. All, I, who, who the fuck knows what right. I'm going to want to do tomorrow? So I want to go fly paramotors. I'll have to show you what the fuck that is because it's crazy. Okay. My girlfriend says I'm just trying to find ways to leave her. <laughs> but, Don, real quick before we go going, yeah. uh, where can people find your teak? What's uh, the websites? Where can they find uh, the listing of the stores at? So, have you? Yeah. So go to teakspirits.com. So T-E-E-Q spirits.com or just Google teak. T-E-E-Q, 
and I promise five pages of shit will come up. <laughs> you'll see me on TV. You'll the website will come up. All that good stuff. Social media, teak tequila, all that good stuff. So, but thank you for having me on again. I appreciate. Oh it. no, Don. Anytime. Love it's always it. it's fun. I enjoy drinking your tequila. You <laughs> open my eyes to a new world of alcohol, and it's delicious. Thank uh, you. And I appreciate the conversation. Always is great. And thanks again for coming on. That is the getup. Thank. You. Thanks for listening to The Get Up. Make sure to check out thegetupshow.com for more information on this episode's guests. While you're there, check out other episodes, leave a comment, or if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, shoot an email to contact at thegetupshow.com. Don't forget to follow, like, and share on Facebook at The Get Up Show Podcast. Follow on Instagram and Twitter at The Get Up Show and subscribe to The Get Up YouTube channel. The Get Up is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. 